Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, final hour. Um, we told you earlier we were going to get Matt Snyder, CBS Major League Baseball, on the show. So we contacted him. The poor soul was standing in line at a paint store. Ugh. And... And it was crowded, so he had to wait. But he was nice enough to get through the paint line and be on the show with us right now. Matt Snyder comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Matt, good afternoon. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, the question is of the day, what color were you buying? Oh, it's some kind of apparently weird third brown. It's just, I couldn't remember anything. You know, <laughs> you know. Was this semi-gloss? I don't know. It happened like 10 years ago. So it, was, it took him like an hour to match it. So I, I thought I had plenty of time, and I was wrong. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man, we've all been there. Trust me on that. Uh, let's get into a little baseball with you, and we'll start with the Cubs. Uh, last night, uh, Chicago puts Anthony Rizzo as the leadoff man, and what does he do? He pretends that he's Ricky Henderson, and he hits a jack uh, with his first at-bat. Uh, what do you feel now for Chicago? <laughs> I, it, it's hard because anytime you think, okay, now they're going to get it going, they hit another rough patch. I think ultimately the offense is probably going to be fine. I don't know if they're going to stay in their current alignment, but it's kind of funny. I mean, it wasn't just Rizzo leadoff. It was Hayward cleanup. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and Ian has probably ill-suited for the for first or second at this point, but he's hitting second, and he hits the grand slam, which was set up by Rizzo making like a leadoff man and working a deep count walk with the bases loaded. That set that up, by the way. Uh, the, the rally started with John Lester with a two-out two out base hit, so it was a weird night. But I, I think maybe, again, we've had several of these, but I think that might be one of those games that gets the offense going. You know, they start to get their confidence. A lot of different guys have a lot of reasons to be confident after that. You've seen signs from several guys who had been struggling to come around. So maybe the offense will be okay. I'm pretty worried about the rotation, though. Lester ultimately will probably be okay. But Hendricks, his velocity has been three or four notches below where it was last year. And now he's not recovered. They thought he would only miss one start. Now it's going to be more than that. Don't think Eddie Butler really holds up long-term there. John Lackey looks awful, just awful. And if you look at his age and how much wear and tear in his arm, including the Tommy John surgery, he might well be cooked. Um, and then Arietta, anytime it looks like he's strung the other three or four good innings, he kind of falls apart. Now, last game they said it's because it was due to a cut in his thumb. But he, again, is not throwing between starts because of that cut. So how long is that going to linger? And he's still worried about his command. It looks like he just doesn't know where the ball's going, even when he's going well. So I'd, I'd be pretty worried about the rotation. The offense, bullpen, defense, not so much. It's such a weird team. I mean, we're we're, we're looking, is. we're searching for answers. We know Rizzo. We know Bryant. We, we know both of those guys are going to be fine. Ian Happ, great start, inconsistent for a couple of weeks. He's been on fire since then, the, the back and forth. Schwarber's still trying to find his way. Hayward out of the lineup again uh, coming up tonight. I saw that just came across. Uh, they're still searching, poking, prodding. We know the team has talent. But is this going to be a season-long try to figure out and then maybe Cubs fans come September say, hey, as long as we get in, we're going to be fine? Or do you expect them to catch fire at some point and play good baseball then from there on out? Uh, a few weeks ago, I would have said that, that I think they're going to catch fire at some point. 
And in fact, I think I did in the power rankings. I said I think they're going to go on like a 30 game run where they win like 22. I don't know if I'm as confident now. There's just so much inconsistency in the offense outside Rizzo and Bryant, and even Bryant or Rizzo has a tendency to go through those three three week slumps that we've seen throughout his career. And uh, that rotation, I'm just not seeing a quick fix there. So I, I feel like they're going to. I still think they're going to win the Central. But it's not going to be because they're this juggernaut that runs away with it. It's going to be because nobody else in the division is good. Right. The Brewers, what we've seen recently, I think is what they're going to be the rest of the way. I don't think the Cardinals should scare the Cubs at all. Obviously, the Reds shouldn't scare the Cubs at all. Pirates are intriguing to me. I still don't think they're very good. I own back from the testicular cancer. And certainly, Mark, they only has about 14 games left on his suspension. So the Pirates, if they stick around, they could make a second-half run. They might be the most intriguing team for me to, to challenge the Cubs, and that sounds funny because we have kind of forgotten about them this yep. year for a while. Well, we forgot about them because they got off to such a terrible start, too. Yeah, and, and then Cole was lost and McCutcheon was lost and Marte right. was suspended and Young yep. is still stuck in, in South Korea, so you just figured, all right, the wheels are falling off in Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how how this is all of a sudden uh, playing out. Okay, when they get to the trading deadline, are the Cubs making a major deal, or are they just going to try to pick and choose a little bit? I think they're going to try to make a major deal in the rotation, and it, it needs. They don't want a rental. You already look at Arietta and Lackey coming off the books after this year, so you're stuck already with just Lester Hendricks which is a good start, assuming Hendricks gets himself right, and then maybe Mike Montgomery. And then after that, you need another two. So they would prefer not to have to go fishing for huge money and free agency for two more names. So let's say you can go out and get somebody like Sonny Gray. Um, I know everybody likes to talk about Chris Archer, but the Rays are going to be in the race, and even if they weren't, it would take a ton to get Archer. So maybe you focus on somebody like Sonny Gray, who has a couple years left of team control, still pretty young. He's doing relatively well here after, you know, he had two rocky starts when he came back from his injury, but since then he's been good, not great, but good, but, you know, you shift him over to the NL, and we've seen Chris Bazio work wonders with guys when they get to the Cubs, so Sonny Gray could be a, a very intriguing name there, and that's somebody who I would kind of focus on if I were a Cubs fan. Take me to the Cardinals, and this organization has been so good, so consistent throughout the years, but an aging roster some good bright moments uh guys that are starting to come up middle infield looks good even a guy like Jed Jerko that seems like he's been around the league forever still only 28 years old but you go through if it continues down this path of inconsistency they just lost seven in a row they come back one four in a row after that but it is inconsistent do you think there's a real chance that Mazoliak and company would look at a rebuild or because the division has struggled like we talked about this year they're going to try to hang around in the race I don't think they would go full-on like Cubs level or Astros level or, or even what the Brewers did the past few years, that type of rebuild. Okay. But th- there's things you can do there. I mean, if you look at it, would probably be really tough for them to do. But if Matt Carpenter can build off of last night's game, ended up closing and looking like he did uh, the past couple of years, and you start to say he's only signed through 2019 – He's a veteran. He's 31 years old. Maybe that's somebody who can bring back very good value, something like that. And then maybe you end up with Piscotty at first base instead of the outfield, and it gives you more roster flexibility, something like that. Mm -hmm. I could see them starting to say, 
and again, it wouldn't happen this July. This is way too soon, and they're not out of it yet. But in the offseason, those are the types of questions they would have to ask themselves is, how close are we really here? Mm-hmm. Because if you did do that, or, or maybe not even moving Piscotti, what if you believed in Jose Martinez at first base for, for at least the short term? There, there's things that they can do there. And if you say somebody like Matt Carpenter, that's a big enough name that could probably bring back a decent haul. Take me now to the American League. And in the Central, it's pretty much like the National League Central. A bunch of teams. Just yeah, both all, are yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just all bunched together. But Trent's, yeah. but Trent's favorite team, the Minnesota Twins, are in Twins? first place. And they scored two touchdowns last night and kicked a field goal. Two field goals. Two field goals, you're right. <laughs> so with that... Uh, what can, can Minnesota actually be for real when we get past the All Star break? Sure. Okay. If you, hang, if you hang around this long, then that shows that you've actually got something. I mean, it's not a big sample, but over sixty games. I mean, we're past the third of the season. That's that's banked already, and you already have a better record than everybody else in your division. Those wins aren't getting taken away. I know the run differential is bad, but we've been through this with the 2012 Orioles and the 2016 Rangers. So. You can play over that ceiling. Uh, now, there, there are obviously things that are going to have to get fixed, but they've got good pieces there. And, I mean, Barrios in the rotation has been very, very good after a terrible last year. But you, you look at Santiago and Hughes on the DL right now. If they come back and they can pitch like years past and not like this year, which I'm still dubious as to that happening, but it's always possible, then you start to have a, a reasonable rotation there. And they've pieced together – a few guys in the bullpen who aren't terrible. You can always get bullpen arms at the deadline. And the offense has, well, as we saw last night, it's a perfect time to talk about that. Great, great upside there. Yeah. So they could hang around. I mean, if you ask me who I think could win the division, I would say the Indians have had it thinking twice. But I don't know when I look at the Tigers, White Sox, or Royals, that I'd be confident that any of those other teams could, could uh, pass the Twins. So I kind of think the Twins are going to be no worse than second place at this point. Indians kind of like their uh, team they saw in the World Series, the Cubs that we talked about, just waiting for all that talent to finally click, and it hasn't happened over there. Uh, The Twins, they do need still help, though, in the bullpen. And last night they were up 12-5 as I was watching the game, and I said to another one of my Twins friends, "Uh, I don't feel real confident right now because we've (laughs) seen this bullpen blow huge leads already this year. There is an ongoing conversation about do you look to bring in a reliever that's going to give you 15, 20 innings the rest of the season? Matt, you know the vitality, vitality of relief pitchers in general. Does it make sense to go out and try to find maybe two or three cheap guys or, or go after one high-level guy? If you're trying to fix that Twins bullpen, what makes the most sense? Yeah, you notice how I try to nuance it instead of a few guys who aren't terrible instead of being mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think that at this point in their build toward winning, they're probably at least a year earlier than earlier than they thought they would be. You don't want to cough up a lot of big-time prospects, and you saw how much it took for the Cubs to get a roll with Chapman last year. The Twins are not in the position that the Cubs were in. Mm-hmm. I think you need to go for depth and look for two or three or even four cheaper-type guys which Kinsler was at some point. Uh, try to piece together a lot of the guys like that because it's bullpen, as you said, bullpen pitchers are so volatile. Guys who have had a bad year could start to kind of get it locked in at the drop of a hat. Or maybe you, you bring somebody up from the minors, or maybe you throw somebody 
who had been in the rotation previously and say, we're going to try in the bullpen, but cut your arsenal down to two pitches, something like that. So for a team like the Twins in their situation, rather than go for an Andrew Miller or a Rollis Chapman and break their prospect bank, I, I think you need to look for three or four guys on the cheap and deep in that bullpen. So it's not just, okay, now we got our one big guy here, and in front of him is Kinsler, and in front of him is a lot of question marks. No, now it's maybe we have four or five reliable but not necessarily lockdown guys and feel a lot more comfortable on a daily basis. Uh, take me to are the Royals going to be sellers or will I they, think so? You think so? You, I mean, we talked about the division; they're within five games of first place, but you still think that they're going to sell? I mean, that's predicated on them falling a little further back. Okay. I guess, yeah, when you say they're five out right now, they probably can't justify two years after a World Series title only being five games out selling. But I kind of think when we get a month from now, they're just not that good. And they should be 8-9 out. And keep in mind, Danny Duffy's hurt right now. So right. maybe that makes it a little easier sell to their fans. Like, hey, the guy who's supposed to be our ace is hurt. What do you want us to do? You actually think we're going to win the, win the World Series that way or something like that. And they have guys that can go because if you look, Hosmer, Escobar, Moustakis, Kane are all free agents after this year. Jason Vargas has a 2.10 ERA. He's just screaming so high right now. Yes. He's a free agent after the year. Ian Kennedy has an opt-out after this year, but he's probably not taken. He's awful, so I guess you have to take him out of the conversation. But Kelvin Herrera has a year left after this year, and then he's a free agent. If you look at just to throw a name out there, and it's already been out there rumor-wise, the Nationals lost Adam Eaton for the season, center fielder. They have just a dreadful issue in their bullpen. What about Lorenzo Cain? and Kelvin Herrera package to the Nationals who really need to win right now, and they have a deep stash of prospects. Something like that makes too much sense from the Royals' perspective. Mm. Last one for me here, Matt. I'll let Jim finish up with you. Aaron Judge. Uh, it's been so much fun to watch. Uh, just the, the huge power, the monster of a man that he is. But I posed the question to Jim this week. I have a concern that this is more flash in the pan as opposed to <laughs> the next superstar of baseball. Where are you there? We just and my reasoning is the guy's six foot eight. We don't see six foot eight position players. There's got to be some point where people are going to be able to figure out where that hole in the swing is because at six eight you got to figure there's a hole somewhere, right? What? what but what if this is John Carlos Stanton? who actually stays healthy and oh, hits yeah. for a high average wow. and has a good selective batting eye. Wow. Yeah. That is, there, there's your upside, and that's what he's flashed so far this year. So, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. 341 average right now leading the AL. Get out of here with that. That's coming down. Uh, I, 448 on base, I, I'm still, that's coming down. But the slugging ability that we're seeing, that 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 is every bit of real. Because for him... He doesn't have to get it all. When he gets it all, he hits it 495 and clears the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of room to play with there. He doesn't have to get it all for it to leave the yard. So he's going to hit 40-plus bombs, what, seven, eight years in his career, assuming he doesn't completely fall apart or suffer a major injury. We're going to see that power for a long time. You just wonder about if the league starts making adjustments to him, the batting average coming down, because then we've seen it happen before. A guy comes out, storms out of the gates, then the league makes adjustments to him, and it can right. go either one or two ways. Yeah. Either he's a flash in the pan, or he's good enough that he adjusts back to those adjustments. And that's what we saw. If you remember, Chris Bryant two years ago went through a horrible slump in July. But then he adjusted back to the adjustments, and he's been great ever since. 
the superstar players are the guys who adjust back to those adjustments. And we'll see if Judge can do that. My hunch is he can't. Uh, take me then to another guy. He's on the West Coast. People around here probably don't know that much about him, but Bellinger is just on fire as well. What can you uh, perceive for him? Similar situation. There's going to be an adjustment. At some point, somebody's going to see something and start pitching him differently, and he does have swing and miss tendencies. I mean, he's talking about 59 strikeouts in 45 games. So is that going to catch up on him? The only thing is, is he might not be playing nearly as far over his head in terms of batting average on base because he's only at 261 and 335 right now. And the power's real. I mean, he's a left-hander. He's homer off Andrew Miller. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Unbelievable upside there. I, I, again, you're going to see a slump at some point, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to how does he respond to that slump. Uh, just to look at a teammate there, Jock Peterson was unbelievable in his first half. Yes. And ever since then, he's been kind of scuffling a little bit. I mean, he was better last year, but he's scuffling again this year. He was terrible in the second half in 2015. So it's going to be interesting to see how both Bellinger and Judge react to when the, the, the reactions of the league. So I'm looking forward to it. I like seeing how they adjust to the adjustments. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Matt, you uh, buying a piece of ivy from Wrigley. We know you're a Cubs fan. Nah, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> you're good, man. My, my wife I mean, asked I, if I she like could buy one last night. I everything on the walls, but I, to, to kind of like getting the dirt from the stadium, that, yeah. that's not really my thing. But, hey, to each his own. I don't have a problem with somebody there else you go. do it. Thanks, Matt. It's always good. Now get home and start painting. All right. Have a good one, guys. See you, buddy. There you go. Matt Snyder, CBS Major League Baseball, right here on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Uh, I have a little bit of news. You do? Yeah, but I'm going to save it till our next uh, break here. Uh, a little boxing possibility. Boxing yes. possibility? Yes. Yes. You know how to hit the hot topics, Jim that, That's me, man. In I'm on fire. 2017 boxing. I'm on fire. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Want to feel like a total boss? Then switch to the best deal in America, Total Wireless. With Total Wireless, you get America's largest, most dependable network, plus 5 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited talk and text for only $35 a month. Whoa, how did you get all that? Oh, that's right. You're totally a total boss, and you never sign a contract. Total Wireless, Total Confidence. Available at Walmart. Always refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at TotalWireless.com. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Oh, I'd be a nervous wreck if my daughter just got her license. You know, Liberty Mutual actually helped me relax a little bit. Liberty did what? Yeah, with roadside assistance, Liberty Mutual is there to make sure she won't get stranded. Don't know what I'd do without it. Sounds better than the alternative. Which is... Keeping her home until she's 30? (laughs) Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. 
Liberty Mutual Insurance. Optional 24-hour roadside assistance coverage. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well-known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamAndGabe's.com. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Looking for more energy efficiency at home? The Home Depot's lighting the way. With aisles of next-generation LED bulbs, lights, fixtures, and ceiling fans. Take the new Holly Springs ceiling fan with three LED bulbs that can last for more than 10 years. It's only $79.97. See? You're already saving. Switch to more energy-efficient LED lighting, fixtures, and ceiling fans only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue to roll on here until we go to the uh, top of the hour at 3 o'clock. I referenced the uh, possibility of a uh, mega fight in boxing. Well... The Nevada State Boxing Commission, or the Athletic Commission in the state of Nevada, has now approved an August 26th date for Mayweather Promotions to hold an event at the MGM Grand Arena. Okay. Which, What's that mean? Which means, essentially, that the Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight most likely will be staged on that date. When was it? August 26th. August 26th. Yes. 
Conor <laughs> McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather yeah. on that date. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of Muhammad Ali going to Japan and fighting then top wrestler Antonio Anoki. Okay. Yes. I'll take your word for it. Yes. It was a joke. But on a scale of one it to made 100, huge money. Yes. With 100 me being head over heels doing somersaults excited. Uh huh. I'm at a one. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> but it will generate huge dollars. For us? Well, I wish. Oh. A monster pay per view audience. For us? I wish. I don't care. I. <laughs> It's, I'm it's, just saying it looks like Mayweather McGregor finally will go down. Yeah, it sounds dumb. Okay. Let's get out to the phone lines. He can join us here. 515-264-1700. We got Jeff on the line with us today. Jeff, what's going on? Jimmy B, how I love you. Hey, I wanted to talk about some NBA real quick. I, I finally realized it's not as good as I thought it was, but... Um, I just want to talk. I was a, I'm a, a big time Cavalier fan, and uh, they just got stomped. And I thought I didn't like the Warriors, but I realized that I just can't stand Stephen Curry. I I just can't stand him. But I was uh, just thinking about Kevin Durant in this last off season. You know, he only had one choice if he wanted to beat LeBron James, mm-hmm. and that was to go to the Golden State Warriors. And he went to the Warriors. He he played. Superior, even better than when he did in Oklahoma City, and he made the other Warriors better, and he made the perfect decision. And there, there's nothing, there's nothing that he did that was cheap about going to Golden State, and uh, he's uh, fantastic, just like Jimmy B. And <laughs> okay, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you know, I love you, Trent, too. But Jimmy B just whacked out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> the last hey, you, hey, you guys have a great day. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, he's probably hammered. Yeah, just um, let me just let me just say where he said he made the perfect decision for him. For him, he made the perfect decision, not for the NBA or other NBA teams. But for Kevin Durant, he went from, well, if I can't beat him, I'm going to join him. And look, for him, I'm good with it because it's just what Jeff said. Yeah. He played great, was a star. He and and LeBron put on a spectacular show every game. You said yesterday that you felt, without Durant, that Cleveland wins that series. I believe Cleveland would have beaten them again, yes, they would have, without Durant. Just would have went, re-signed Harrison Barnes, and Durant never would yes. have been a possibility, you feel. And when you first said that, I was a little apprehensive to agree with you. The more I thought about it, I think I agree. Now, I thought about it again last night, yeah. and I said, I think Jim's on to something. Yeah. At the very least, it would have been a much closer series. You would, you, that's 30 points a game that Durant he gave was, them. 30 points Ridiculous. a game. And you can Harrison see Barnes isn't giving them 30 points every game. The joy that he was playing with. Yes. And, and though I have been very negative against his decision, and right. it's his decision, Yes, that is selfishly for me as a fan, for a fan of sport, of basketball. I want to see the competition across the league. I want to see four, five, six teams that have an opportunity to win a title, not one, one and a half. That's what we have today. That's selfishly for me. He made a selfish decision as well, but it's his decision. Mm-hmm. I have no influence. No, you're not. I can be no. mad about it. Yeah. I can cry and complain. But in the end, it doesn't matter what I owe to what I think, what you think, mm-hmm. what really the fan base thinks. 
The collective bargaining agreement made this a possibility. Correct. The CBA is what set up these super teams. And if people don't like it, and what I said yesterday, if the owners don't like it, and the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors and everybody else looks around and says, well, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. We have no chance to ever win in this current structure. Right. Then it will be changed. Until then, we have to live with it. And the fans still are watching. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so surprised by I knew it was going to get good numbers. But with the blowouts that we it saw got in monster games, numbers, monster numbers, people love super teams. And you know what? I was right there with him. Yep. I was watching every Oh, day. yeah. I was watching every night, locked and loaded. Okay, uh, Jeff, right? Thanks for the call, Jeff. Thanks a lot for the call, Jeff. Good yeah. stuff out of him. Coming up, uh, going to put a cap on things, talking with our old friend J.P. Richardson. Yes. He's an umpire here in central Iowa, also does collegiate baseball, and uh, a change this year in high school baseball. The pitch count. Hmm. A little bit different. Chance to talk with J.P. We'll get his thoughts on that, how it's impacted the game. Some possibility of some changes we're going to see at the high school level. That comes up on the other side here. It's Jimmy P and TC talking baseball next on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy P and TC. Noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Get to JCPenney's biggest sale of the season. Now through Sunday, get up to 50% off throughout the store. Treat Dad to some great gifts and save on select spotlight deals, like St. John's Bay polos for just $9, cool shorts for just $12, and complete his new look with stylish canvas shoes for only $19.99. Plus, save $10 when you spend $25 or more with your coupon on select items. Hurry, sale ends Sunday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 614 to 618. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. See them refer to 515 to 618. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at Menards. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, welcome back here, back in studio with our man J.P. Richardson, a, a guy's voice that you've heard in many different capacities throughout the years. J.P.'s called in after a late night of umpiring to talk more high school baseball with me way back in the day. <laughs> We've talked a lot of things, J.P. Good to have you on again. Yeah, what's up, buddy? I, I, I had a busy spring, and I, by the way, I enjoy your Snapchats of uh, you and your family. <laughs> thank it you, thank you. brightens my day every time they come across, and... I, I like Snapchat, so uh, my daughter and I got into that, and we're having a streak going. She gets angry when I forget to send one, uh-huh. but uh, you know it's kind of good with a with a guy with attention deficit disorder. I can see seven seconds of somebody's life, you know. It's so perfect, right? <laughs> it's perfect, right? It works yep. out very well. Yep, so. That's our uh, that's our society as a whole anymore. You see, my Snapchat's so important anymore <laughs> to the youngsters because well, that's about all you get. That's how, that's how I stay in touch with my youngest daughter anyway. Yeah. So kind of fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It go back and forth. Well, see, you're you're a guy that understands the new things that are out there, but you're also an old school guy. Yep. And, uh, well, the national pastime, baseball. Yeah. Baseball, you've umpired for a number of years. Uh, yep. You get to see Central Iowa, the best of the best. I love high school baseball. I do, uh, too. In general, you know my love of high school sports. It's something that I still think has such an important role here in the community. Right. What it can build, those kind of things. And uh, high school baseball is something that, that I jumped into oh, five, six years back. And and uh, haven't called any games this year, but... I still go out there, live right next to Valley High School, right. stopped on down the other day, watched some, some baseball there. But it's a different year this year in high school baseball here in our state and across the country. Yeah, it's countrywide. Pitch limits. Yeah. They used to uh, do inning counts, mm-hmm. and now they've gone to pitch counts. So uh, there is a limit now, and I think you printed it off for us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So let's go over this real quick sure. so, so the listening audience knows what we're going to talk about for a couple minutes afterwards. Yeah. Um, when a pitcher reaches 110 pitches, he cannot pitch to another batter. He can finish that batter. Mm-hmm. So when he reaches 110 pitches in a game, finishes that batter, and then he's done. Start right there. Yeah. You like that 110? Does that seem like a, a good, solid number? They play seven innings of high school baseball, sure. so it's not a nine-inning game. Right. 110, does that seem... About right to you? Well, here's the thing. As a player, when I was in high school back in the 80s, I didn't count pitches. Yeah, yeah. We just, we work through it. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we were in a good communication with our coaches, right? Yep. And if you were wearing down, and a good coach is going to know when you're wearing down. So I, I don't. Uh, one of the lucky things about being an umpire is we were told, don't worry about the pinch, pitch count. So I don't really worry about it. Um, it's probably a good number. I'm sure the science behind it sure. and the debates that they had in Indianapolis at the National Federation of High School, you know, office. Mm-hmm. It's probably the number that is the best one. Yeah. Does that? It's kind of a political answer I gave you, but it, it I don't care about it. Because yeah. I'm an umpire, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it's a good number. How about you, as a fan? It, it seems like it makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. it's a number that makes a lot of sense. You're, you're not, you're not getting at a low number there where you're talking you know, 80, mm-hmm. 85 pitches, something like that. I think it makes sense there. You get much. Hun- the problem, at least to me, just overall with pitch count, right? And I do believe it's better than innings because, well, you know, innings. I mean, there's you can have a 50, 60 pitch inning. You, you could, get around. and I've seen it. It happens. It absolutely happens. Especially so, if they're going up high in that count and yep, everything. Yep, yeah, so. a lot of foul ball, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yep. You can see those pitch counts just for an inning go up there, and then you can have an inning where well, you get a couple of ground balls and you're out of there four or five pitches, Right, and that's the other side of it. So it does make more sense. But what I've heard and what I've seen throughout the years is what impacts, I think, pitchers more in the taxing of the arm is the high leverage spots. Yeah, Pitching with two on, yep. one out. Bases loaded, you know, trying to get a, induce a double play, trying to get a strikeout because there's a runner on third and less than two outs. You know, those kind of things, and it's incredibly difficult. You really can't quantify that. Right. So you have to go to this part, but there is still a difference just between, well, this minute, you get past this pitch count, it's bad. A guy could cruise through 110 pitches right. pretty easily and still be good, where another kid might throw 80 pitches, but. They're all in high-leverage situations, and he's taxed. And he's gassed. Yep. So there's that dichotomy there, but this, I think, is the best system that you can come up with. You know, I uh, I see both sides of the story. So I'm sure there's some road coaches out there that have blown some kids' arms. Mm-hmm. But that's like if you have one in the whole state of Iowa, you know, deal with that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't change every law because of one bad apple. You've been calling games for... Have you ever had a moment in your umpiring career where you said, that kid's going to blow his arm out? That coach is going to ruin that kid. Has that moment ever happened to you? Luckily, with the Iowa sports that I've been involved with, the, the Iowa leagues, mm-hmm. so CIML, you know, Heart, Heartland, uh, all the different ones, the smaller schools, the bigger schools, because you know, Dean and I do 4A down to 1A. Yeah. We open up our schedule. And whoever grabs us first, we put that date in. Because we like the small schools, too. Yeah. But uh, every coach that I have met and worked with on the field here in Central Iowa, high regard and respect for safety of the of the athlete. Mm-hmm. High regard and respect, whether it's 1A school to a 4A school. And um, even the few coaches that have filled in because, you know, I'm not going to name schools, but there's a couple schools out there that don't have a great baseball program, but mm-hmm. they're a math teacher or something. They're still a baseball person. Yeah. And their caring heart for the student also transposes over to the baseball field. Mm-hmm. So I've never run into that. Now, has there been some probably in other towns and parts of the country? I bet. Yeah. You watch YouTube videos of aggressiveness of coaching and parents just in youth sports in general, right. including high school and below, it's pretty awful out it there. Is. Is. So you're going to get some guy that, or gal, but some guy that's coaching that is so dead set on the win 
and for the trophy on his mantle, yep. he doesn't care about the kid's arm. So I, I agree on one side with the pitch count, yeah, but I disagree on the other. So can I give you an example why well, yeah. I disagree? This is where we get JP into the law of unintended consequences, right. where, all right, makes sense. Coaches have now this baseline mm-hmm. that they can measure much easier than just innings. Right. You have that part of it. Then you got, all right, the kids, you, mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to keep kids healthier. We're not going to have Tommy John surgeries for, for kids 15, 16 years old, or right. the number decreases. It's still going to happen, but sure. it's going to go down, these kind of things. But, and here's the but, JP. Well, now, now here's where I also want to tell you before we end this conversation. So I'm going to swing over to the reasons that I don't like it and disagree, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to swing over back over to the reasons why I do like it and okay. agree. Is that okay? Yes, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we've had a uh, a crazy political season where people, so, you know, if you Jumping want to call me the Mitt Romney flip-flop, <laughs> I, this is it, because I see both sides of the story because yeah. I'm so knee-deep in it. So here's the bad side right now, especially in the first year of this pitch mm-hmm. count. Uh, one of my favorite things to umpire the last about five to eight years, well, six to eight years, is the Dallin Catholic Tournament. Great tournament. We call it the uh, Bishops' Rights <laughs> Ball Games. Yeah. The Bishops' Bragging Rights Ball Games. Yeah. So, the, you know, every Catholic school from around the state comes down to Dowling and they mm-hmm. take three fields, and uh, they have this round-robin tournament. And Been down there for that great oh, event. Oh, it's great. And then you, So you have a 2A school playing a 4A school, yep. and, and but but there, there's good competition there. you got New, Newman going up against Dowling. Yeah, got, how cool is that? you got Heelan against Assumption. Now you yeah. talk about some high-level baseball, too. Yeah. We're talking some big-time programs. It's great. And then what's also great for us umpires that don't get over to Council Bluffs, we get to see St. Albert's. Yeah. We don't get up to Mason City, we do get to see Newman. We don't get over to Cedar Rapids, we get to see, or um, Iowa City, we get to see Regina. Yeah. So I, I love that. That too, and it's neat because then you get to see some other coaching, get to see some other players. But mm-hmm. Here it is. Saturday, three varsity games, eighty-five runs. Eighty-five runs in three games. In three games. In three games. Not eighty-five pitches for one pitcher. Eighty-five runs. One so of the games talking- was thirty-one to seventeen. That. There is a football score. Yes. So, 27 runs per game. Yeah, was the average. Per game. Per game. On a hot, dusty, we were playing at East. Yeah. And East's infield is very dusty. It was a, it was a long day. It was a long day. And, and rightly so, because guess what? Monday night is a conference game. Absolutely. Got your conference doubleheader. You want to keep your one, two ready. Yep. Plus probably your top-end bullpen guys. Exactly. So you hear a guy run into the mound saying, I haven't pitched since seventh grade. <laughs> so, I had that happen. Right. I had pitched since Legion Ball, and we started running out of pitchers. We had a couple of we injuries. Had to go. And they said, Trent, we need your arm. I didn't remember how to go out of the stretch. Uh, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Now, so, now this is expounded because this is happening across the – this isn't just – Small schools like me at Osage. Right. This is happening across the state at Dowling Catholic, at Johnston. Right. Places that year after year have a lot of depth in their staff, but now you're looking at a different kind of depth that you need to build. Right. And 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 I'm going to come back to that side because I talked with a great coach who gave me another perspective mm-hmm. instead of just whining and whining. Right. Right. It was very good. But let me finish up on this point on the on the uh, the other thing that could be damaging with the pitch count is those Saturday tournaments that have been a um, a tradition. Newman, 
the mm-hmm. coach told me from up at Newman said, our Saturday tournament has already disappeared because everybody called in and said, we just don't want to come and do it anymore. My favorite event of the summer, and I'll be over there watching games uh, coming up next weekend, is the Brent Prongy Classic. And you know the Prongy name. I, we love the Prongy the, name. The importance of what that is, Central Iowa, it is for anybody that's a baseball fan. If you haven't been out to a high school game in years, find a site. They're all across the metro coming right. up next weekend. Go out and watch some baseball. It's a lot of fun, but because it's in of jeopardy. Things, absolutely, it's in jeopardy because it's a non-conference game. Mm-hmm. Um, your smaller schools are already dropping some of their non-conference games. Yeah, you know, back in the day when Martinsdale St. Mary's was making that run for the for the most wins in the, yep. in the country, um, I thought it was really great that they stopped, but they weren't afraid to play anybody because mm-hmm. the night that they their streak ended was they lost 4 to 2 or 3 to 2 to east. east east came down to them Goldie they said carmichael right? right pitching on for east in that game right and 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 i like the point system if a 1a beats a 4a they get 4 points towards towards tournament time yeah kind of neat yeah well those are going to start going away too mm-hmm. and that's that's the sad part if they continue this which for safety great mm-hmm. for logistics not so great. Yeah. Now, let's go back to what Eric Anderson from Woodward Granger said. And, and this is the part that I love because yep. this is something that I always want to do. I complain about things here on the radio. Sure, we all do, don't we? <laughs> People are, I've been married 25 years. Yeah, we, we, we complain. complain. Solutions. I, I was yes. complaining yesterday about Iowa's non-conference basketball schedule. Sure. I get on that diatribe all the time because it annoys me. They schedule their buy games. They play the worst of the worst and it hurts their non-conference right. RPI. But then I came up with a solution. Teams that make sense, teams that wouldn't cost very much for right. those buy games, come up with a solution. So you got a solution here, and Coach Anderson has a solution. It makes sense instead of coaches across the high school level complaining about this and umpires team, and umpires. I mean, I'm, I, I, yep. some of the best yep. complainers are umpires. Okay, <laughs> let's so. come up. What, what did Coach Anderson tell you about a solution? So he was there because his. Uh, partner in peak performance is uh was there from st albers and um i i was telling him oh this pitch count he goes you know what we can either just sit around and complain about it or which will be happening which is it is yeah yeah. or he goes or we can dig deep and develop some more pitchers Mm -hmm. because find the kids in your program in eighth ninth and tenth grade right that can come out and pitch 25 to 40 pitches strong Mm mm-hmm and in that middle relief. It's easy to find, hey, look at this kid. He's in ninth grade and he throws 78 and he'll develop and he's probably going to be a kid that throws low 80s. We can all find those. Yes. Even me, I can find those kids. Right. But it's about, you know, this kid doesn't throw real hard, but you know what? When they're screwing around out there, he actually has a really good curveball. Yeah. And let's see if Bring we can Bring him in develop. for 12 pitches. Yes. Bring him in for 20 if pitches. Can fool, if he can fool the back half of an order. Right. This kid doesn't even throw 60, but you know what? We think we can fool their six, seven, eight, nine hitters. And he even went a little bit further and said, all right, now instead of concentrating on your one and your two and knowing that that's going to be maybe a win mm-hmm. or the, your best chance to win, now you can develop your three and your four. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a bullpen guy that's now going to become up to middle relief. Yep. And he goes, you dig deep. And then stop thinking about just today. This was so powerful because he's looking me dead in the eye. Yeah. And I like his, he, he is so good with his kids. He's, he's so confident. There's a difference between cockiness yeah, yeah. and confident. And he just said, and you develop this. 
And now what we've got is maybe next year and the year after we've got some runners. Now he's doing well this year. He's what fifteen and zero or yeah, seventeen yeah. and zero. So start he, up there. He's, he's doing doing a good job. Yeah. That ballpark's beautiful. So small town right outside of Des Moines. We should do. You know what, Trent? You yeah. and I should do a Friday night ball game up there that sometime be, in the future. Wouldn't that, that be fun? Would be awesome. I haven't been up to Woodward Granger to a sporting event in years. Went up for a football game. Oh, probably seven, eight years back. Right. Well, their their ball fields in Granger, okay. so it's right up one forty one from the station. Yep. Um, go see his game, one of his games this year. He's yep. doing great. But so that's that. That was where I totally flip flopped. Yeah. I totally admitted that I'm complaining about it too, yep. right? But I liked it. I like that when you look at the end, there is a solution to it. Mm-hmm. So we can either it's probably going to be around for a while. Yes. At least four or five years. Mm-hmm. There's going to be tweaks to it, but there will be. Here's the baseline. This is what it's going to be. But the coaches that are like Eric Anderson mm-hmm. are going to develop four more good pitchers, and then they're going to get that into a rotation that they're going to use this rule in their favor. Yeah, and and then maybe we'll get to a point where these tournaments can come back because yes. the depth is being will be better by these people, and they look at some non-conference games and say, you know what, we do have a conference game coming up. We're not going to use our one or two, but we've developed three, four kids where if we get an inning, two innings out of each one of these, we could build a pretty good thing. They're not going to go through the lineup twice. We know that. And not have 85 runs in three games. Right. but Please. But maybe we can scratch out against (laughs) a good team. We can scratch out a 7-5 win because we think these four or five kids can put together a full bowl game. We get seven innings out of this group. We can go up there. We're just going to go up there and swing a little bit and see what we can do. And the last thing I want to say is, you know, like that, that... whether you scored 31 runs or you were the team that had 31 runs scored against you, it wasn't fun. Right. And if anybody's really good there or has a scholarship they're thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't really pad your stats. I mean, it pads your stats, it but it doesn't help your stats in true baseball. Yes. So, well, Trent. A, a, a scout's not going to go to a game when you're playing some overmatched team and say, oh. And then wow, he see, can thump it. Yeah. John Swanda, they're not looking. They're not looking at his games where he's playing some of the Metro schools that struggle. Right. They looked at the other part of it. I got to ask you. I, I saw both him and Ben Norman, who played incredibly well for Iowa this year as a yeah. freshman. You called a lot of their games. Yeah. And those two kids, I'll tell you, I just don't understand it. I mean, I thought they were both excellent CIML players, really good CIML players. But I thought Ben Norman would be a kid. Oh, maybe junior, senior, he'll play a little bit. He's out there as a freshman. Yep. Playing at a high level for the Hawkeyes. He's doing great. Swan, the same thing. I'm like, boy, that kid's got some power. But third round? Yep. I've seen so much good baseball over the years. And then, can you help me out? What Swanda as a third rounder. I was just surprised by that. You've seen this kid a lot. What What do the scouts see in him that is what they project to be a guy that's got a real shot of making a run here over the next four or five years and being a major league player? Well, his work ethic in high school is unbelievable. Is it? And also... His respect. He's quiet. Mm-hmm. He he, uh, he wouldn't be complaining about the pitch count. He'd yeah. be finding the solution. Yeah. He's. I I just think his um his sportsmanship level was at a high high level. Mm-hmm. Never complained. If if I if I if I kick the can and miss one, next pitch. Yeah. You know he never ever 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 thought of something uh, something negative. Mm-hmm. Not negative one negative bone in his body. Uh reminds me a lot of Jeremy Hellickson's demeanor. Okay. Even when he's getting shelled, you don't he's got the poker face, right? Right. So that's one of the reasons why Jeremy went so well too is because he never let anything rattle him on the outside. Maybe on the inside, mm-hmm. but you never you never saw it. Yeah. So just play through it. He's he's it, 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 it's neat to see somebody that you called balls and strikes at, in high school. Mm-hmm. 
go to that level. Yeah. It's fun. It's it fun. It's so. really cool. JP, uh, with that, high school baseball, you got a busy, what, about a month, and state is a little earlier this year. The uh, calendar flips, so it's uh, it's like in the 20, 23rd to 28th, yeah. something like that. Yep. Yeah. A little bit different this year. Yeah. Well, if I don't get any state tournament, why don't we go sit down there together, a couple oh, games, and watch a few? Is that oh, okay? There, there you is up for no that? About that. You okay, know buddy. I love that. You All right. Well, listen, that. man. It's fun seeing you. I had a busy, busy, busy uh, spring. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But this is interesting. I, I, I loved our de- debate and banner on this 110 pitch count or the pitch count for the National Federation of High School. I think it's a good thing, a bad thing, a good thing. Yeah. Does it make sense? It does. It, it does. It, it, it makes for good conversation, too. Absolutely. So. It's been a busy uh, spring for you. You got uh, one of your boys joining the race. Oh, that you my were goodness. In. Uh, well, for, yeah. I, I, uh, last Friday, I got to see, um, two Fridays ago, I got to see my uh, son graduate from the same parade deck at Paris Island that I did 30 years ago. That's awesome. Then a month before that, I had a son get married to a wonderful gal. Samantha, and and then I had another son graduate high school, and then of course tumbling recitals with all the kids. Uh, I can breathe now. I, yeah. actually, I actually went to the baseball diamond to get a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I bet. I bet. So, yeah. Trent, I love talking with you, man. Let's do it again sometime soon. That sounds great. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Right. JP Richardson, high school baseball umpire, joining us here on the program. All right, that was JP. Good stuff out of him. Jimmy B, you jump back in studios. We put a cap on things. Uh, a fun show today. Yeah. We hit a lot of different things. Hawkeye talk with Rob Howe. We laughed at the uh, new ball commercial with Foot Locker. That's pretty good with Lonzo Ball. It was, that was a lot of fun. So uh, tonight, NHL's over. Yeah. You're sad about that. I am. NBA's over. Yep. Do you know tonight would have been game seven in the NHL? Oh, really? Yes, and instead... They're having the big parade in Pittsburgh. They are. They're having the parade. You're a parade guy. I am I not. I like parades. You do like parades. Baseball. Any baseball tonight? Going to watch the Cubs? Do I have to? You don't have to do anything. Early start, though, 6-10. Yeah. Have something right away. I'll six. have it on for a little while. Sure. Can watch my Twins at all? See if they can put a 20 spot up if again? If they put another 20 spot up, I'll be dialed in. <laughs> right. That was pretty impressive last it night. It was. Dodgers-Indians, decent series yeah, there. Yeah, not bad. Kluber's starting tonight for the Indians. Mm-hmm. Maybe worth uh, keeping an eye on. I have to sample that. Got Milwaukee-St. Louis. Yeah. And then uh, late-night Yankees-Angels. Uh, it's been look at, entertaining you, late at night. I told you, if they're, if Major League Baseball, if they're not carrying the game, uh, the Yankee-Angels game, mm-hmm. and they're doing the whip around, um, um, every time Judge comes up, they generally go to that. Yeah. So I will probably try to be right there with them. Yeah. Just because I... I'm, I'm now that you mentioned the fact is he flashing the pan just red hot, or is he a guy that is going to be able to sustain and be the next great star? Also had Phil Steele on today. If you missed that any portion of the show, you right. can always see it on our podcast sure. page. Just go to seventeen hundred KBGG. You can find the podcast link or just the Jimmy B and TC show link, and they are up there as well with all of our podcasts. That will do it for the show today, Jim. We gotta go. You gotta get out of here, man. I got golf. Oh, golf today. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Rock and roll lifestyle. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. Trent. We'll be back with you tomorrow at noon talking the world of sports. Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Looking good, Mr. King of the Hill. Mr. DXL Shopper Man. Mr. Sharp Dressing. Confidence oozing. Style swaggering fashion stud. Looking good. All the brands you love, waist size 38 and up. DXL, you're looking good. This Father's Day, give Dad the perfect fitting move-with-you gift he can live in. What if there was a toy store for dads? It would be called the Home Depot, where this Father's Day you can get him a new Weber Genesis 2 gas grill. Choose from two to six burners, multiple colors, and great prices starting at only $499. When it comes to great grilling, every dad deserves Weber. Doesn't yours? Be Dad's number one fan with a new grill from America's number one Weber retailer, The Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. Have you eaten here before? Nope. Good morning, gentlemen. Can I share our specials with you? Sure. First, we have the seafood special. It's actually been sitting around here for a week. Then there's the cream of chicken soup. It's had no refrigeration since it was made yesterday. We're known around these parts for our food poisoning. What can I get you? Yeah, don't think we can stay for lunch. Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every 